Forgotten Quarterbacks, hosted by W. Earl Kitchings. Our podcast is dedicated to preserving the legacies of black quarterbacks who've played the game of American football. And now, here's your host, W. Earl Kitchings. All right, and welcome to another edition of the Black Quarterbacks, the Forgotten Quarterbacks. Yes, we're happy to be with you again to bring you this podcast. And let me tell you, I got a new treat for everybody now, because as you do projects, projects can follow a path, and it can be on that path for a very long time, or you can see it spike and it brings out something that you weren't thinking about when you started and then that spurs your attention or thought process to go to something else. So here at the Forgotten Quarterbacks, as we say, we are here to preserve the legacies of black quarterbacks who've played this game of football in America. And this was started primarily to look at the guys who played football at the collegiate level, but we are expanding that not only to be at the collegiate levels, but also at the professional and high school levels. But here's what we got for you now. Instead of just bringing you as we did, we went through the list in the short bios of the guys we had in the book, the forgotten QBs. And again, if you would like to get a copy of the forgotten QBs, the book I wrote, go to our website, at quarter five back quarter p h i back quarter five back dot com, go to the menu icon on the web page, and it will allow you to find the book, and you can order the book so you'll have your copy of what has been described by one media broadcaster as a Bible, and you can get the information on some of the top quarterbacks or some of the most iconic quarterbacks that I figured needed to be recognized in the history of collegiate football. And you can get you a copy of the book that goes from 1903 to 1990. But now this is where we are. This is the newsletter of quarterfy backs awards at quarterfyback.com. And our newsletter is called the pass route. The pass route. And what we will be doing uh, as time goes forward, we will be bringing you the information on our one page. So you don't have to worry about it being a lot of stuff you got to read through. But I tell you, and DT will tell you, that it's got so much stuff in it. You know how you can just stuff a bag with so much and it's just bulging? That's kind of what this newsletter and these newsletters will be about. So the pass route is a newsletter of quarter quarterfive back awards. And you can check out the newsletter at quarterfiveback.com along with looking at getting you a copy of the book. So we're going to jump right in with this edition of the pass route. Title Heisman Trophy Quarterback Fraternity. Subtitle 11 Players Who Became Starters. 
And as we all know, and I know you might be saying, well, why is he talking about the Heisman? Now, the Heisman Trophy, they did that a couple of months ago. True enough, they did. However, you need to know your history. You need to know who's standing on whose shoulders. So this is to give you information, not on just the guys who won the award, DT, but the guys who finished and had their name on the ballot and finished in the top 10. Because there are other names that you never heard about, but they finished in the top 10. And we're going to give you their names too. But we're going to jump in on these first guys. So we all know that the Heisman Trophy is the most prestigious award in college football. And this award stands head and shoulders above any honor that you can receive, that a player can receive playing college football. And it basically designates whoever wins it as the best college football player in that particular year. Since his inception in 1935, the award has been presented 98 times. 37 of the bronze statues have been awarded to quarterbacks. So let's keep this number in mind. 37 quarterbacks have received this award. A historical moment happened in 1989 when the quarterback of the Houston Cougars out at the University of Houston won the award for being the best player in college football that year. His name was Andre Ware. Andre Ware threw for 4,699 yards, 46 touchdowns. He set 26 NCAA records during an 11-game season where the Cougars finished 9-2. and two. Andre Ward is the first black quarterback to win the Heisman Trophy ever. Andre Ward. 1989. So, 64 years after the inception of this Heisman Trophy, a black quarterback finally wins it. Following where, the next time this award was hoisted by a black quarterback, he was the field general for the Florida State Seminoles on their way to winning the 1993 championship amongst all colleges. But not only did he win the Heisman, he won the Johnny Unitas Award, the O'Brien Award, the Maxwell Award, and the Walter Camp Award, all for being the best quarterback and player of the year in the nation in 1993. So that's Heisman, Unitas, O'Brien, Maxwell, Camp. That's five awards. He won them all. He won them all. So if he won them all, that means he had to be the best, not just player, but the best quarterback in the nation. Charlie Ward led the Florida State Seminoles to a 12-1 record that year in the national championship during his time at Florida State he would go 23 and 2 as a starter he finished his career with 5747 yards 49 touchdowns and a 141.1 rating that's pretty up there so 1989 Andre Ware 1993 Charlie Ward from 1993 there was not another Heisman Trophy winner who would be a black quarterback until. From 1993 
from 20 from 2006 through 20 to 2022, eight black quarterbacks have won the Heisman Trophy. Eight in a matter of 16 years. Seven of them winning for the first time from their college. Jameis Winston is the only black quarterback to win it from the same college as a prior winner. Jameis Winston won the Heisman at Florida State in 2013. He's the only guy to do that. The only guy. So we we move on down this list of of guys because we're going to give you all 11 guys plus the others. So the fact that only 10 of the 37 quarterbacks who have won the award are black is an indication that skills and the mental 11, I'm sorry, skills and mental attributes of this position are no limit, no longer limited by the color of their skin. These are the winners, seven black quarterbacks who have finished in the top five, seven, several, I'm sorry, who have finished in the top five. However, two of that group are from black colleges. Two of them finished in the top five. In the top five. One did it in 1977. Became the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Became the first black quarterback to be featured on a box of Wheaties. Became the first black quarterback to win the Super Bowl and said, I'm headed to Disneyland. And that was Doug Williams. Doug Williams with the Washington, at that time, Redskins, but the Washington football team. He finished fourth in the balloting in 1977 now. Think about this. 1977. He must have been a bad boy to finish fourth in the Heisman balloting from a black college. Come on. Come on. Talk to me, somebody. The next guy was Steve McNair. Air McNair, as they called him, from Alcorn State University. Ironically, Grambling, Alcorn State are both in the same conference, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Those are the two quarterbacks. Those are the two schools from one conference. But beyond that, let me give you the names of the other quarterbacks, other black quarterbacks who have won the Heisman Trophy since 1989. You heard about the first two. So 13 years after Charlie Ward won it, Troy Smith of Ohio State won it. He led the Buckeyes to a 12-1 record. While he only had 2,542 yards and 30 touchdowns, he was deemed the best player in the college football that year. 2010, Cam Newton, Auburn University, led his team to a perfect 14-0 record. 2,854 yards and 30 touchdowns. Then you had Jameis, I'm sorry, Robert Griffin III from Baylor. 5,295 yards, 52 touchdowns, and his overall starting record was 26-8. Again, 2016 with Jameis Winston. 2018, Kyler Murray, Oklahoma University, 5,396 yards, 54 touchdowns. His career starting record, 13-1. Bryce Young, University of Alabama, 2021. 5,373 yards, 63 touchdowns. His career record was 20-2. and two. And then Caleb Williams, the University of Southern Cal in 2022. He finished his career record as a starter 
16 and 3. Those are the guys who are on this list. Those are the guys. And when we talk about these guys, you know, you got to think about what all they did. Now, we talk about the other players who won a Heisman. And we're going to bring that to you in part two of the Heisman quarterback fraternity. But let me just go back a little bit and and talk to you about the guys who, you know, that we named, who, who won the Heisman, who happened to be in this limelight, who happened to have reached this pinnacle that puts them out there and makes them, you know, who they are. We're talking about over a 23-year span, you had 11 guys to win the Heisman who were black quarterbacks. And for the longest time, black quarterbacks were thought not to have, always had the athletic abilities, but of course, that mental part of it always kind of kept them from reaching the top. But Andre Ware broke the ceiling on that, and then it Charlie Ward four years after that. But but look at this. 2010, 2013, 16, 18, 20, 22, two, four, six black quarterbacks have won the Heisman Trophy. So this just shows you that there may have been others before Andre Ware, but because they were not given ample consideration. I, I won't I won't color it any other way. They weren't given ample consideration. They had the ability, but they just weren't given the optimum opportunity. And you know, most of the winners of the Heisman Trophy are running backs. I'm 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 wanting to tell you about half of the winners of the Heisman Trophy are running backs. You don't ever have to worry about an offensive lineman winning the Heisman. Very few defensive players are going to win the Heisman. Very few receivers are going to win the Heisman. It comes down to the quarterback and the running back. So when we talk about these guys, what they did, how they did it, what they went through, just the fact that of these Guys I've named who won the Heisman. All of them were drafted by the NFL. Well, Bryce Young, uh, we're waiting on on him to see where he's going to be drafted, as is Caleb Williams. But the others were all drafted except for who? Charlie Ward. And they can frame this that he didn't want to play football as long as they like. I'm going to stand on my ladder forever and say the reason why he wasn't drafted is not for the reason they say. He was the Heisman Trophy winner. You draft the Heisman Trophy winner. Now, I did some research. 
Yeah, I did some research. And there was a guy who played for Army back in the 40s, I believe, or the 30s. He was a quarterback. He won the Heisman Trophy. But the reason why he was not drafted, the reason why guys who play for military academies don't get drafted right out of college because they have military obligations. They have to go give their service at least four years, I believe, of service. Otherwise, Roger Staubach would have come out of Navy and played right away, but he had to do his service. Uh, switching the basketball, the Admiral David Robinson would have come out of the Naval Academy and gone straight to the NBA, but he had to do his time in the Navy. So other than that, Charlie Ward stands alone as the only Heisman Trophy winner not to be drafted by the NFL, and that will forever be an asterisk in the history of the NFL, especially when it comes to the Heisman Trophy winners because it does not add up. So we wanted to share with you this and get our newsletter started on the right foot. I got to tell you, I got some topics. I've got some information that's going to just really have you sitting on the edge of the chair wanting to hear it because we're going to talk about the legacy of black quarterbacks at several universities. I'm going to interview some of these quarterbacks who broke the barriers and became phenomenons at their colleges and university. And I'm going to give you this nugget now. I'm going to, and, and he's agreed to it, so when we get to that, I'm, I'm going to let you in on it. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to get with DT and maybe we can find a way to record some of his interview and let you hear the greatest college quarterback to ever play the game. And I know some people are going to shake their head and say, no, Earl, he's not the greatest. Well, if you never lost a game, what does that make you? Not only did he not lose a game in college, he won 18 straight games in high school when he started. So 35-0, and 18-0 from high school to college makes it 53-0, and never losing a football game where he started. I'm going to have the great Chuck Ely from the University of Toledo uh, join us for, for the interview that I'm going to do with him that's going to be posted on our newsletter, The Pass Route. But I do want to make an effort to record him so that you can hear a gentleman who just a phenomenon. I mean, 35 and 0 in college? Come on. So, and he was also, he was also in the Heisman voting in 1971. He was on the ballot. He was on the ballot. And if I'm not mistaken, he might have been the first black quarterback on the ballot for the Heisman Trophy. Chuck Ely. Remember that name. Chuck Ely. Toledo. University of Toledo. The Rockets. 
led him to a 35 and 0 record during his three years of starting there at that school. So we're going to have him on. But when I looked up that information about black quarterbacks at, at several of these schools, it is just amazing to just see and you're going to hear about them. And, you know, for the ones I can get a hold to and get an interview with them, man, let me tell you. Let me tell you what it's like to get an interview with somebody that, that's got such accolades. It is a true joy to not just talk about a, one or two things that it, as it related to their career, but just to talk to them about things they dealt with and uh, what they accomplished and what it was like playing at some of these schools, especially the ones that played in the 70s, because those times, uh, not to mention the 60s, because I'm definitely going to make a strong effort to get Jimmy Ray, who was the quarterback of Michigan State, the year that they tied Notre Dame for the national championship. Um, when you when you get these kind of guys who can give you an idea of what it was like to play back in those schools uh, in those days. And, and if you ever saw the movie, The Elmira Express, which was the movie about Ernie Davis and all he went through while he was playing at Syracuse after Jim Brown and what things he went through, not only when they played opponents who were not enthusiastic about playing a team that had not 10 black players, but two black players. But when you got a, a star like an Ernie Davis, man, he, you just have to ask yourself, what were they so afraid of? But when I talked to some of these guys who played uh, back in the 60s, uh, i.e., like I said, Jimmy Ray, uh, when I get to the quarterbacks from USC and talk to them, when I talk to uh, quarterbacks, uh, two quarterbacks who I played in high school with uh, became the first black quarterbacks at Florida. I mean, when I when I just break this this egg open by by colleges and universities and just delve into who were on the rosters and who were starters, it's going to really be a wonderful and entertaining show. You, you got to make sure you catch us. So this is part one of the Heisman quarter Heisman trophy quarterback fraternity and specifically for, for the black quarterbacks who made their name, put their name on that trophy. And in our part two of our next podcast, please join us so that you can hear not just the names of the guys who won it, but the other guys who finished on the ballot. Like I said, Steve McNair, Doug Williams finished in the top five. But some other guys finished below the top five, but were in the top ten. And the names and the colleges they played for are really, really remarkable. So, DT, that's going to get it for us on this podcast. We hope everyone uh, continues to tune in. Once again, this is the Forgotten Quarterbacks podcast. I'm Earl Kitchings, your host. Go to Quarterfy Back, Quarter, P-H-I, Back.com to check out our website. 
You can also get the book, The Forgotten QBs, on that website. And go to quarterfyback at yahoo.com and leave us your thoughts and comments so that we can bring those to the show and let people know who's listening and, and what their thoughts are about what we're doing because I can tell you now that with the few newsletters I've done about black quarterbacks and what we're doing on this newsletter, The Pass Route, we are in for a very long ride as it relates to black quarterbacks and what they did in college, pro, and high school football over the last century. So for my wingman, my producer, director, and technical assistance guy, Mr. Deterion Sturgill, I'm Earl Kitchings. Until the next time, we always say, do something good for somebody else. And now we're going to tell you to go deep and look for the bomb. Thank you for joining us here on the Forgotten Quarterbacks with host W. Earl Kitching. Join us as we discuss more about the legacies of black quarterbacks who've played the game of American football. 